Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We're so glad that you could join us live today. Today's date is April 25th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Greg Messina. And if you're new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. We do want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and your comments today. I don't know if you know who Jesus is, but if you don't, we encourage you to get to know him today. Here's the bad news. I do have to give you that first. We're all sinners, and we have all fallen short of the glory of God. We deserve eternal separation from God and his blessings. The good news is our debt or sins have been fully fully paid for by the finished work of Jesus Christ on that cross. He died for our sins, was buried, and was the only person who was risen in a fully glorified body on the third day. If you believe that this has happened and trust in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are saved from eternal damnation. You will want to begin to want to live for him and not for the world. As scripture states, we become ambassadors for Christ. And amazing how amazing that is. God is so good. God is amazing, and uh, we have an amazing grace. Uh, thank you, Lord, for what you've done. I don't know how many times you out there have uh, have looked up in the sky and just say, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready for you. I'm ready for uh, your coming. I'm ready for you to take me home. Have you done that recently? Has that happened within this past week? Please tell me. Tell us in the comments section. Have any of you out there just recently been just looking up saying, I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready. Come and get me. Uh, I'm sure many of you have. And uh, listen, if you have, that's a good thing. Um, because it's showing that you don't want to be part of this world anymore. Really, what does this world have to offer for us? Really nothing. The, th- the question is, what do we have to offer to it? What do we as believers, as the body of Christ, have to offer to this uh this lost world and as ambassadors of Christ, as uh, the salt of the earth, as Jesus says to his disciples, we have that ability and that mission carried out by our Lord and savior to reach the lost, to reach the lost. So I welcome back our brothers in Christ. We welcome back brother Bob Barber and Brother Robert Hagen, welcome back, Brother Robert. It's been a while since you've been with us. We thank you for coming back on. Oh, yeah. Good, good to see back. you. Hi there, Doc. How are you? Good. It's good. so good to see you again, Bob. How you yeah, I've, missed, I've missed you guys. I you know, really have. Um, yeah, we missed you, man. Kind yeah, of, uh, we missed you. <laughs> makes, me, makes me feel good to know that. It's uh, the truth shall set us free. Okay. Amen. Amen. Um, I guess uh, I guess last week was uh, was uh, was Kevin's twenty fifth birthday, huh? <laughs> if, he'll he'll let you know. He'll let you know the age. Uh, we'll, and he's not here for me to mess with him. See? He's just he's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we meant. Up. Yeah, we meant we meant to wish him a happy birthday on uptime, but yeah. uh, that didn't didn't happen. So we were hoping to do it this week. So maybe he'll join us. Maybe he won't. We'll see. Uh, I think he may be hiding tonight for that fact. Uh, but we'll, no, we'll see if he joins us tonight no, we for can, a little celebration. You know, be nice to 
be nice to see them. And uh, I just, uh, <clears throat> a lot of this was weather related. And then I was last week, you know, got kind of ill and things like that. But uh, I'm still, still hanging in here, you know, and still praying and fighting the fight. And you, I know you guys are. And, and uh, it's Always. getting, uh, times are getting darker, but uh, it's always dark before the dawn. You know, it's just some of the stuff is just way beyond what can you can actually wrap your mind around. Um, thing that comes right to mind was something I saw Brother Michael did recently a short five minute thing on this product called Liquid Death, and I know Bob, you know about that, and Greg mm-hmm. that they're selling, and um, just the the advertisements for it that. Uh, you can't show um they're just but the the adversary is so blatant he's not he don't hide things like they used to they'll just come right out mm-hmm. and they'll say they say they're satanic and they'll say that they worship lucifer and and you know the minute you mention jesus christ you're the one that's the fanatic thank you karen i appreciate that very much you know I know, I know you did. And, um, I, I've been praying for you all too. And, uh, it's just, uh, knowing that you guys were on and holding forth the word was a comfort. Uh, <clears throat> always is, uh, Amen. because it's a whole lot better than the stuff we're getting on the news. And, uh, mm-hmm. Bob, Bob, the work you're doing with, uh, sharing the word around the world and, um, feeding kids and helping people come to the knowledge of the truth and the missionaries is uh, is um, wonderful. It's uh, something I was thinking about the other day oh, because yeah. I was lifting that up because I know there's 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 brethren in other parts of the world that don't have it have the freedoms that we have and we don't we take these things for granted that we can come on here, but you know in some parts of the world what we're doing right now we could be arrested and executed for. I don't mm-hmm. even know if they'd arrest you. I think they just take you and execute you. <clears throat> oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. So that's usually done by people, not so much the police, but people that surround you. <laughs> you right. know. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, Greg, what does this world have to offer? I think our Lord and Savior told us in First uh, John two sixteen. <clears throat> he told us what the world has to offer: lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, pride of life. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's. That's what this all this world has to offer. Okay, that's it. Nothing, nothing good in the spiritual at all. Okay, and uh, that's what they're all. That's what all these guys are gunning for: lust of the eye, pride of life. Get all that money. Try to sit good. You know they don't. They have no idea what's coming. Oh, there he is. <laughs> There's my rebound man right there. <laughs> can I can I hit can I hit him with his new name or is that What's that? Yeah, why not? Yeah, tell him tell him his new name. What All right. Name? The Terminator. The Terminator? Yeah. You got okay, a new I nickname, buddy. So I put this little thing together here. Happy birthday belated oh. to the Terminator. Kevin wow. Alkman, the young man. The young man. <laughs> were, were you hiding from us, Kevin? Is it that sounds what good. was going yeah. on? What was going yeah. on? Why were you, why I, was were you in my, I was in my prayer closet hiding. Because <laughs> okay. he knew... Because he knew Hagen was going to be out. He was praying. Yeah, I was. I was. I was I'll be back. 
Well, they, they, thanks for uh, for that. Yeah, um, yeah. My birthday was um, was six days ago. Yeah, we so we just missed it, right? For, so we were too early last week, but this week uh, belated. Yes. So well, thank you very much. It's not too late. Yeah, it's not too late. Yeah. We could we could sing a little. We could do a little you celebration. Look, you you, you look good. You look good for your age. <laughs> what, 106? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, as long as it's less than one week, right? I think that it's still okay. If it's more, oh, yeah. Than, yeah. so I'm glad you had this week. Here's the Terminator. I was the only one saying. Come on. Well, Greg, you're the only one who likes me here. So, thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, we all. <laughs> we can't. We can't stand you, Kevin. We... I'm sure people were singing on the sideline. They were. They were singing in the crowd too. Oh, yeah, that's I, awesome. I, I miss being with you guys the last couple of. What's it been about a month? It seems like it. Yeah, we've had um, we've yeah. had a few 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 stand-ins for you, but um, yeah. you know, Michael M- Michael comes every once in a while, so that's cool. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's nice to have. The, the 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 four it's great yeah right on so what are you what's been going on in your life cap let's let's uh usually somebody somebody will start this off what's how's how's your week been yeah i mean uh you know it's there's ups and downs always every day but uh but i gotta tell you that i mean overall uh i'm in good spirits and uh i've been feeling good a couple of weeks ago, I woke up with a bad back, and that was like the first time in my life that I actually had like back pain for more than like a minute or two. And for three days, I had pain, and it, it got better every day. But like the first day, I could barely even like stand up. I mean, I put any weight uh, on my legs, and I was my back was just killing me. So. I don't know. It must've been how I slept or something because now I'm back to like hundred percent. And I got to tell you the difference between ha- living in pain and not is a big difference, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, it really wears you down to the point where you just mm-hmm. don't want to do anything. Right. I mean, it's like, you just wanted to sit there and just, you know, <laughs> slowly sink into the earth and be like, okay, just, I'm done yeah. with this. Um, and that was just for a few days. So I can't even imagine like going through um, kind of like what you do, um, Hagen, regarding just your daily pain that you have. And it's it's incredible. So I, I have more respect for that because I, I, I lived through it for a little bit. But um, yeah. yeah, but but over but overall, though, um, I've been feeling good and uh, work's been going, you know, like there's ups and downs. But um, there's always plenty to watch out. Uh, of what's going on in, in prophecy and such. So that keeps me busy um, as well. So, yeah, not bad oh, in general. Can't complain. Yeah. I like that. There you go. That's and, the and, you, and you, and you always have a really, you always have a really good beard. That is, I just can't touch it, man. I can't do anything. It's, I, can't it's, grow, <laughs> I can't grow anything that looks that established. It's been, uh, I don't know how, how many weeks now. I mean, it's yeah. probably been about two months now. And I got, now I got this full on deal. I trimmed it a little bit, but I mean, it is really rolling now. Coming I mean, in there, man. Yeah. About 10 years, about 10 or 15 years ago, 
I could not grow anything. I mean, it was. Just I almost called you. I almost called you Moses for a second. Yeah, <laughs> it was just sparse all over the place. But now it's just like I don't know. I guess I've come into my old age, and this beard is just rolling now. It is. Yeah. It's uncontrollable, and it's just like white snow right here. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, just, just you never this. would know that I was 40 years old. but I Yeah, mean, I just saw somebody say happy 25th. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, with, if they only knew how long ago that was in my life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy yeah. 25th, Kevin. You just, you just yeah. got that white beard on your 25th yeah. birthday. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad things are going well for you. It's always, yeah. always a blessing to see you, man. It really, you know, makes my, makes my day when I see you and, and uh, looking forward yeah. to having having you on here. And yeah. and uh, how about you, Bob? What's what's been going on? I'm not. I'm sure nothing. Absolutely nothing. Just putting out okay. content, getting people excited, finding out some new things. I got some really exciting stuff I want to share with people. I don't want to unveil it right now. Still doing my research on it. Um, basically, I'm looking at a lot of things right now that indicates the return of Christ in 2030. So I know we all like the sound of that because we know it's a seven-year tribulation. So my next rapture resurrection report will be based on that, why I believe the second return of Christ takes place in 2030. Wow. If, uh, with okay. that being said, mm-hmm. 2030 minus seven, what do you get, Kevin? Uh, this year? <laughs> yeah, we get this year, <laughs> 2023. You know? so, I like the sound of that. Yeah. Oh man! And Plus, it, I mean, great signs. I mean, we are the sons of Essekar. We're, we're operating under that spirit, and they are basically mm-hmm. looking for all the signs and the times mm-hmm. happening back then. And that's what we're doing now. And Kevin, you made a great point. It's just nuts. You know what? What's funny is like before every show, like all week long, I'll go through all this stuff and I look at all this content and I do notes and study. And I'll take pages and pages of notes, and I'll take the highlights. I got to take the highlights. I can't even get everything. And then I'll take all the highlights. I'll put them on a print on a piece of paper, and then put them in the list and stuff like that. And I'll put them out here in front of me so I can use them as memory joggers, okay? I do that every week, okay? Here's the thing. Most of the time, I don't get to most of it, okay? And by the time the next week comes, there's too much content that's new <laughs> for me to go back to the old. Really? So it's like this. How do you deal like, with that dilemma? Yeah, you like this, daily, you know, daily. I love to bring this up, but it's so old. But there's newer and better stuff oh. that points towards the return of Christ and what's going on in the world. It okay. sounds like we need to do uptime like three times a week. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm sure that like we got you can you can work that out, don't you, Greg? I mean, that should be no problem. <laughs> no problem for you, Greg. I mean, yeah, you can yeah, no, that up no problem. I, I got nothing going on. I got all the time yeah, in the world. Right? Your full time, yeah. Of yeah, course. There you go. Well, uh, we're we're here to we're here. We're all like, independently wealthy, right, Greg? That's what that one guy said. Supposedly, you guys yeah, allegedly. You guys are all independently yeah. wealthy or something. We're like, yeah. no, we all have jobs. Don't you guys <laughs> work for a living? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> said that on email. The email yeah, we do up time. Well, well Bob, you know, we're, I like. We're, go ahead. We're rich go ahead. in the. We're rich in the. Uh, <laughs> in the spirit. In the spirit. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry. Go Amen, ahead, brother. That's the best. Uh, rich to be. Well, Bob, I love what you did with the uh, the call to action for Muslims. There, here's your proof that Jesus is the Son of God. That short was really well done. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, it, it deserves uh, a little uptime airtime. I think. So I think, I'm yeah. going to. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna present it right now if you don't mind. All right, one moment. Sure. Pulling it up. <laughs> 
Muslims out there, I got a simple question to ask you. First of all, your Quran clearly states that Jesus was born of a virgin. No male seed was involved. Where did the male component of a seed enter her egg to fertilize that egg to cause a human to be conceived inside of her and be born? Where did that seed come from? It came from God the Father. That was his seed inside of her. And by the way, the construct of the blood only comes from the seed of the Father. So my question to all you Muslims out there is, where did Jesus get his blood from? If God fertilized that egg inside of Mary, that would mean that his blood came from God the Father. So what does that make Jesus? The Son of God. And then the demon said he was the Son of God, and the people he healed said he was the Son of God, and Peter declared him to be the Son of God. And the angel Gabriel declared him to be the son of God. And it was God himself. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. <laughs> I love it. You know, that I could go on so much more of that video, too. Yeah. You know, there's so much more I could have oh, yeah. said. And I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, if you just think about that, that quick, that information, if you understand how that works, okay, the fact that that blood came from the Father, however that happened, from heaven into her womb, yeah, it had to transform from a spiritual seed, noon, which is actually one of the 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 hip the uh, the, the Hebrew uh, pictographic languages. Noon is a seed. Okay, stands for the word. All right, and that seed somehow it came from heaven to the Holy Spirit, and it passed the veil and turned into a a seed that's compatible for his, for this dimension and her egg. Okay. So that happened, however that happened. And the fact is that the Quran says that Allah did this. Okay, the Quran says Allah did this. Praise Allah. Allah said, yeah, I did it. It was me. It came from me. So I was like, well, then where did he get his blood from? And the fact that the blood came from the Father, that sure makes sense why his blood was so pure. And the only blood ever exists to wipe out and wipe out all of our sins. That makes sense to me. Somebody tried to tell me that all oh, the blood comes from the mother too. No, it doesn't. Because oh. if you follow the Bible, the Bible always goes male to male to male to male to male to male to male. Okay, that's because the bloodline goes male to male to male. Okay. Leviticus 17.11. What's that? Leviticus 17.11. Well, the life of the, the life is in the blood. In the blood. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it works. God did it that way. Okay. And then there was an intercession right at Mary because it was like male to male to male. And then, then it came, Mary came right in there. And then that's when that was right where the Holy Spirit, the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit came right in there in the place of Joseph, his father, instead of Joseph impregnating Mary as a virgin, the Holy Spirit did. Okay. So interceded right there. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we can go on and on and on about the blood. I was about to pull up that egg, you know, get that clip and do everything. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because the it's like you can't have a virgin birth without some type of miraculous event. I mean, it doesn't happen, it, right? I mean, it's not a common occurrence. You know? As a matter of fact, it's only happened once. <laughs> and for that to happen and to be that, you know, supernatural, it has to be done by somebody outside of humanity right it has to be done by an all-powerful being who can cause that to happen and if the muslims 
say that that's that's what happened and say that Allah had something to do with it, then it just goes to reason that and then but but it also but they also say that Allah says he has no son. So what yeah. has he done? Has he turned his back on his creation there? Or how could he not ever be his son to begin with, though? And, of course, we know that Allah is not God, um, but that's their God. So they, they say their God uh, caused this virgin birth, and yet Allah has no son. I mean, I just I don't know how they can reconcile that all within their doctrine. And I don't think they really even try to either, because, like I said, some of them, some Muslims will even say that Jesus never died. Uh, mm -hmm. So, I mean, they go to all lengths to try to, you know, not have Jesus be the savior. But as we know, all those are just lies. And of course, Muhammad himself got another gospel, didn't he, Bob? I mean, he he got if any angel mm -hmm. proclaims to you another gospel that then shun away and they're accursed. Right. Well, right. Muhammad didn't do that. Muhammad went and told this other gospel to Jews and Christians alike, and both Jews and Christians rejected it. And so what did he do? He had he he got his family together and he went and he killed them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or not only or that, they mm -hmm. believed him, one or the other. And this is historical fact. Okay? We're not making this up. This is historical fact. Oh. So it doesn't, it, it sounds like that this whole thing is really based on a lie. But there is little nuggets of truth in there, like like Mary. But the problem is, is that even with that nugget of truth, Bob, they still can't reconcile the truth. Yeah, basically, Islam is Satan's answer to Christianity. Okay, that's what Islam is. That's why Islam came out in around six 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 A.D. Okay, the Muslims don't think about that. First, you had Judaism, not really Jude, not not that Judaism today, but you had the Jews and their faith, and then came Christianity, which they kind of was came from the the Jewish faith, Jesus mm -hmm. Christ, the Messiah, and all that. But then, six over seven hundred years later, this new religion shows up. I mean, come on! I mean, how many religions have shown up since then? Well, and then like 12, 1,200 years later, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, Greg, and that that's the Mormons, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they got a, he got a visit from another <clears throat> angel, and here's another different gospel 1,200 years mm -hmm. after Muhammad. There you go, right. the angel. Mm -hmm. And there's and no Jesus. prophecies that have been, been uh, in terms of uh, Islam, there's no prophecies that have been fulfilled. No. There's, no prophecies, you know, there's no nothing. Nothing. But, yet, but, but nobody knows the Quran either. They... You know, they're just like Catholics. They all just trust your imam. That's trust very your, trust true. Trust the priest and don't study it. And the problem is, you got the you know the Muslim, you know the Muslims that actually leave Islam are the ones that actually study the Quran. They're like, yeah. huh? <laughs> and they, and they, and all of a sudden you start getting these guys like, you know, this doesn't make any sense. It contradicts itself all over the place. Yeah. I mean, make Allah, sense. Allah is a moon god um, from yeah. you know pagan worship. Right. And he was just one of many, so they just picked him to be the the, the head god, I guess. It's not a, it's not a very good religion when you consider. Well, it that's what Allah religion. stands for is actually the god. Is the yeah, god. right? Yeah, um, you know, Jesus uh, specifically laid it out in John three eighteen and John three nineteen, 
and he knew this was coming. He knew that uh, he knew that Islam was coming because he says, "You guys know that verse." It's, uh, he says, "He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God." Right. Okay. So here it is, and then go to the very next verse. And this is the condemnation of not believing. The light is to come. That light is to, I'm getting ahead of myself. That light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than the light because their deeds are evil. Now here it is, okay? Jesus says right here in, this, in verse 19. First of all, they denied Jesus being the Son of God, okay? But here it says in verse 19, this is where you hear the gospel, you hear why Jesus is the Son of God, you hear that he died on the cross, rose from the dead, paid for sin, you hear the whole thing, and you still reject it. And that's why it says in verse 19. And this is the condemnation for those who hear and reject who Jesus is. Once you reject who Jesus is, this is your condemnation. And it says, the light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than the light. The light of Jesus came into the world. The gospel of Jesus presented to you. You reject it because you love the darkness of the world. You love evil, so you reject it. So you, you hear the gospel. <laughs> Just like the Jews heard the gospel. They heard the kingdom gospel back then. They had Jesus in their face back then, teaching the coming kingdom. And they rejected it. Right. So they were given a chance, Kevin, but they rejected it. So guess what? Their condemnation is is they're going to go straight to hell because they prefer the darkness rather than the light. They rejected the light. No, they right. say we're going to go hell. You know, I mean, they're 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 just completely op opposite of what and what they say, what they consider uh, hell, and what they consider who God is. We're not the ones worshiping their God, so we're go according to them, we're the ones going to hell. Right. Right. But is well, that the is that the absolute truth? And right. who has the absolute truth? Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, but, but the but the Bible specifically says that that they don't have the truth in them because they don't believe the truth. See, and so mm -hmm. that, that you can't have truth in you if you don't accept and believe the truth. Right. You're always going to have some something else is going to be taking the place of that, mm -hmm. and that's going to become yeah. your new doctrine. But that's God is the Muslims. What's that? Yeah. That's because uh, there's there's a natural and a spiritual. A natural man receives not the things of the Spirit right. of God. They're foolishness unto him. He can't receive them. They're spiritually discerned. You know, the first thing you have to do is you have to you have to change lords, if you will. And and once you get that Holy Spirit seal within you, then you'll start to when you read the word, you start to understand it. Right. And when you understand it, you you'll realize that uh, you know there's condemnation if you if you don't change, you know if you don't repent, and change the way that you've been doing things. Uh, it's not it's not a um, <clears throat> God's will is that all men to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. He does that. Um, the love of God, the the goodness of God, is what calls a man. Um. There's no in within the Quran. There's an awful lot of violence. And there's an awful lot of uh, 
bad stuff. Okay, if you read it, and I've read through the Quran, and mm-hmm. it's not exactly one of these books that you want to be. Uh, it's not one of these things you read to to give you a good day. Okay, let's just put it that way. And there may be some people out there that are Muslims that are tuning in and wondering about this Jesus Christ, and I challenge you to give him a chance, like I always do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know if he's if if he's a true, if he is the way, the truth, and the life. He's got to have to show you that. And you know what? He will. Um, but if you want to fight it and and say, well, no, he, he was a counterfeit and uh, he was just a prophet and a good man. That's not what the word of God says. So then you have to go to the management about that. Yeah. But I mean, like like what we talked about before, they, they believe that he was born, born of a virgin. I mean, that's just not a regular man. So. You can't just believe that he's just a man if you believe that his mother is a, was was a virgin when she when she was when he was born. So, but but the, here's the thing: it's like 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 he just read in John, Jesus had already come at that point. The truth was already there. The, 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 this is already there. There's no need for a new truth. There's no need for a new doctrine yeah. unless you use that new doctrine in order to further your own gains. What you just said was very eloquent. There's no, there's no need for another truth. Right. If that is the only thing that people get out of tonight, they should hang on to that. Mm-hmm. Because if he said, I am the way, he just said, he didn't say many, he didn't say I am one of the ways, right? one of the truths and one of the lives. Mm-hmm. He right. said, I am the way, El Camino, the truth mm-hmm. and the life. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if is the truth, then it has to be Jesus Christ. Right. It right. has to be. Sense. Well, you're you're narrow-minded, Hagen. Well, so be it if you think I'm narrow-minded. This is what the Word of God says. Well, you know? yeah. the road to destruction is wide. The road yeah. to salvation is narrow. <laughs> it was, fact, uh, it, good to I be was, on the narrow path. Yeah. In the I fact was, he was born of a virgin, Bob. Yeah. He yeah. was born of a virgin. And you got two different sources that confirm this. Right. You have the Holy Bible that confirms it. You, have, you even have the Quran that confirms it. Right. Naming exactly. one other person throughout the history of the human race that was born of a virgin. Never happened. That's mm-hmm. such a preposterous claim if it's not true. You couldn't really even make it unless it was true. Right? Although there is a documentary out there that is trying to say that there was, I think, something along the lines of an Egyptian uh, goddess, something like that, who... Was a you know born you know there was someone who was born of a virgin, but that is all falsehoods. Um, oh, yeah, if anyone remembers what a, the documentary that is, uh, please yeah, share it in the chat. You may know what I'm talking about, but it's complete falsehoods. It's complete yep. lies. Uh, does not match but, up with historical. I, I really uh, I, I really yeah. appreciate what Kevin just said a couple of minutes ago. That's why it's so valuable that when you're on here, Kevin, because it, the truth is something that we. And get around to you don't have to defend it okay there's a lot of people that that go through their whole lives being apologetics mm-hmm. and there's there are people out there that are apologists and they they mm-hmm. go out and they're and they and that's their ministry and god bless them for doing it but um at the same time if you have the truth you just point them to this truth the source of the truth and the truth will stand at its own two feet if you will it does not, we, we do not need to prove when we're on here that Jesus Christ 
came, we might have life and have it more abundantly. We believe we're doing the will of the Lord by coming on here and sharing the, sharing the word of God with you. Now, there's also other things that we talk about, but there's the basis for this whole format or forum is to get people to come back to the Father, to, to get yourself to the point where you realize that you need the one true and living God. You need the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. There's people around the world today that would give anything to be able to have one page of a Bible in their hands. And Bob can attest to this. We have Bibles all over the place here. And how many people really know the Word of God? Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of books in there. How much have you studied it? How much time have you spent in the gospel getting to know Jesus Christ? Do you know about the man born blind? How about the guy at the Temple Gate Beautiful? What mm-hmm. about these other things that he did? And not just the miracles he did. The way he walked, the way he lived his life, the way he treated people, the compassion he had. These are these are the kinds of attributes that when you get yourself into the Word of God and you start to re- read it and really let it soak in, you start to see what an incredible Savior we have. Oh, yeah. It's important yeah, to read and, God's and Word. It's, it's just it's so important. It's And it's, it's a free gift. It's, it's, free. it's vital. And it's vital, you isn't know, it? We're not... We don't, we can't buy it. No, you can't buy it. I don't and, have and money. God's word is, yeah. is vital. It's not yeah. just, it's not just important. Yeah. It's vital. Right. I don't have, I, George, I don't I have, have George Soros's money. I can't buy my way into everything. You yeah. can't work your way in either. Yeah, you know, right. Talking about the, talking about the Muslims, <laughs> Jesus, what did Jesus said? Believe those that believe in me. If you don't believe you're condemned already. Mm. You know, if you go to uh, uh, John uh, 6, 29, Okay, we want to talk about works. It's going to save by works. Muslims are heavy into works. Plus, there's a lot of Christians out there that think you're going to be heavy into works too, right, Kevin? Oh yeah. And uh, you go to John six twenty nine. What does it says? Jesus answered and said unto them, "This is the work of God, that ye believe, believe on him, on him who he hath sent. Mm-hmm. You that's the work of God. That's mm-hmm. it. Okay, not you keeping the Sabbath." Not you, you working in that food kitchen. Not you starting some nonprofit, go out and save all the pandas. Okay, ain't gonna do you no good. Okay, you must believe in who Jesus is, what he did, and what he did to pay for all your sins. Okay, and we just showed you why his blood was so precious, why his blood is the only blood that could can atone for all sins. Okay. Uh, uh, Myatt, remember he found the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant. Okay, what happened? He had the um, the blood had twenty six chromo- uh, no twenty four chromosomes in it. Mm-hmm. There it is once again. That blood. Why is that blood so different than any other blood throughout history? Because that blood was specifically designed to wipe out all sin, and that blood was shed at Passover. How about that? Okay, I, you know I hope I hope the Muslims are watching because your Quran is wrong. Bunch of stuff in there is wrong. You know what's in the Quran? The Quran, uh, uh, Muhammad tells the servant where the sun goes when it sets. It sets in a pool of mud. And it sets there until the next day when it comes back up out of that pool of mud. That's one of the truths in there. You know, you know what else is in there? Put a dead fly in your drink, stir it around, 
and drink that water after about a day, you can get healed of anything. That's what Muhammad said. I'm sorry. Okay. Good. And I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to mess up a lot of people here too. You know, the servants of, of uh, the servants asked the servant of Allah, Muhammad, about the earth. Muhammad and Muhammad said the earth is flat. Okay, that came from the Quran. It's not in the Bible. Okay, I'm sure we'll get some people here in the comment section. Well, now you got to play the uh, <laughs> It's a glow. Hey, it's a it's a frisbee. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Regardless, the point yeah. is uh, yeah. Bob's point is is basically there's not a, there's not there's not a lot of truth in there at all, um, and and like I said earlier, don't need additional truth. You have our we already have the truth. So if you're gonna like have some other message that contradicts the truth, you know you already know it's a lie, yeah. and so it. You know, it's it's interesting to me, like I said earlier, that if you're going to make up a new doctrine, then the, probably your the reason why you do that is to somehow make yourself get get something for yourself, right? So Muhammad wasn't rich or anything like that before, but then he became very powerful and rich, didn't he? Um, look at Jim Jones. He got he did his thing and he got oh, yeah. um, you know a whole bunch of people down. So, uh, you know what was that South America or Central Diana. America? Yeah. Yep. And then you've got uh, you know look at uh, Joseph Smith. I mean that guy became super rich. I mean you know it's like it's this common theme, right? It's a, it, it's interesting that like anybody who starts up a new religion actually starts becoming wealthy and more powerful and. It's that's but look at Jesus. <laughs> I mean that he he is the, the the standard bearer of that. He he did not he was not out for riches. He was not out for money, and he was not out for power either. You know, and as he said, as Greg mentioned, if my kingdom was of this earth, my disciples would rise up and fight. But they did not because his kingdom is not of this earth. You see, Amen. yes, he will rule and reign here for a thousand years, but his kingdom is all encompassing. It's not uh, of this earth at that time to be a king over Rome and so and, and such. That is that was not what he was around to do. No, no. And by the way, that that documentary I just realized I remembered, and maybe the Holy Spirit brought it back to memory was Zeitgeist. Does anybody remember that documentary? Zeitgeist. Heard yeah. about Zeitgeist. If anybody comes across that documentary, it's all falsehoods. Okay, don't listen to it. Don't Zeitgeist. don't yeah fall for the deception. Zeitgeist documentary movie, no truth to it whatsoever. Um, it goes into the the fact of Oris, uh, you know, um, being born. Um, I think of a virgin, Isis, Mary. It just it really. I mean, it really is such deception, folks. If anyone hears about that movie, sees it, brings it up to you, you can you can just tell them it's falsehoods. Mm. Deception. Mm -hmm. Okay. Has Jesus is the only one who was born of a virgin. Amen. Right. That's it. Okay. You know, we're talking about gods. You know, you know, these um they're trying to get the world ready for a God, a one world savior. Okay. That's what everything's heading that way. The whole world is heading towards globalism, globalist, global that. Okay, we're heading towards a global currency, right? Got a lot going on, a lot to talk about with that. Yeah. But did you guys know 
that they are in the in the in the midst now of creating this human-like robot, and they said that this robot will be able to answer everything about anything, and they said, and I quote, "It will be the god of the new world religion." Wow! Wow! You remember the image Whoa. that sits in the temple? Mm. Could this be it? I don't know, but it's heading in that direction now. Will this human being robot be it, or will it be like the essence of it, you know, in the next upgrade of it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You right. know, it's funny, is it? The, isn't it funny that the closer we get to our departure, the clearer everything is now? You know, for 30 years, I sat there and racked my brain about how they're going to do the Mark of the Beast. Mm-hmm. How this, how's this going to happen? I didn't know nothing about cryptocurrency. I didn't know anything about the stuff or microchips a little bit. I knew a little bit about that. But mm-hmm. now, when we see this Fed now coin they're gonna start ramping up right now with the CBDCs, social credit scores, starting to make sense. I, I I see everything coming together now for this mark of the beast. Because all they have to do, like in China, is they get rid of all your cash and then you go peer to peer with apps. That's what they want to do with us. Okay. So the CBDCs will come in, and they'll play. They'll play nice for a while. They'll, your dollar will equal one credit for the CBDCs. But over a period of time, once it gets once it gets around that uh, acceptance curb, okay, once everybody's cool with it, mm-hmm. then they turn it on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, to protect the feelings of the transgender people, we're going to shut you <coughs> down and cut you off from your apps because you post this on social media or you went yeah. to this website. And now the social credit score comes in. So it starts policing all that. It takes away your ability to buy yeah. and sell. Now, when does the mark of the beast come in? Well, everybody's getting so used to following these rules according to what the social credit score and all this stuff is going to be all about. However they do that, they will condition everybody to play nice with the government so you can buy and sell. That's what they're going to train everybody to do. And then one day... They're gonna raise the bar and say, "Now, not only you got to, not only do you have to play nice, but you got to worship that image over there. You worship that image. Guess what? You can keep your apps. You can keep your peer-to-peer buying and selling. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I know some marking right hand and forehead, but don't worry. They'll, I'm sure they'll they'll take it. They'll, they'll do something to make that look cool too, Greg. All right. They'll, the but but can't you see, guys? Now everything is happening in front of yeah. us. Now They're the market. We starting to make sense now. Yeah, they're, they're going to force it. They're going to force it on you. Go ahead, Kevin. But they're going to. This whole thing is going to be that you're going to want to have it. That's well, look, that's the whole point. Look how the conditioning has happened over the last like forty years or so with tattoos. I mean, Bob, you know the fact that they've got the technology now to actually like push something on you that goes into you that can then transmit out of you and hold all kinds of data, including monetary, biometric, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that The technology is here to allow for this system where you put something on slash in your right hand or chi- your forehead. Yeah, the chipnet chip te- technology. And the interfaces with everybody and everything on all levels, 
mm-hmm. and could also come with a promise for extended life. Eternal <sighs> life. There you go. Funny, Bob, Bob, original, looks like original sin. You'll be just <laughs> like God. It's looking your blinds are starting to look like a barcode behind you, actually. As I was talking, yeah, about it is. <laughs> I'm part of the. I'm I'm changing this. Thing oh right yeah, now. his barcode. Yeah. yeah, he's got yeah, he's got the six 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 behind him. But, uh, <laughs> Thanks a but lot, Jeff. No, but that's my but, fault. But, I should have said but my that. point. But my point. How many people are now more willing to take a mark, a tattoo on their skin than before? I mean, it is now widely, I mean, it's hard to find somebody under 30 without one. Mm-hmm. Where's Where's your tattoo? Again? I don't have it. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. I'm too old for that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're just... You know, I'm way too old for some tattoo, okay? You know, the way you know, I mean, I'm, I'm too old, meaning that I've lived way too long knowing that I don't want yeah. to okay. mutilate my body in that way. Yeah. And that, you know, and that the way is a conditioning that, thing to the mark. And so is the jibba-jabba that we talked about is a conditioning uh, mechanism to take unnecessary medicine into your body. Am I allowed to say that, Greg? You just, just said it. Jibba-jabba, so yeah, the other <laughs> Algorithm's too stupid to pick that up. Okay, so, good. Yeah. Well, I think we all understand what I'm saying here, and that's just yet another thing where it's all it's all coming together, and and it's all coming together right now when all these other things that we've been talking about with Israel and with the banking system, and now with technology and uh, Russia and Iran and Turkey lining up and. All these things that the Bible said was going to happen with lawlessness abounding, with, uh, with famines, with pestilences, with earthquakes. I mean, with people against nations against nations, ethnic groups against ethnic groups. What are we seeing right now where people are diverging, completely rejecting the truth and going the opposite way? And that's exactly what the Bible said is going to happen. All those things I just mentioned in the last days. It's not a coincidence, people. Like we are, like I know it's tough to 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 grasp and to, and to believe it, because you're like, how could this really be the end? Because I've lived, you know, fifty, sixty in Hagen's case, one hundred and sixty years, where, where you you just you, you know you do, you're like, this has got to happen sooner or later. But like when it actually happens, isn't it kind of? It's one of those things where you're just like, I can't believe it, but. Everything that we see is pointing to that this is the time. And why is everything pointing to 2030, Bob? Why are all exactly. these things lined up for 2030, that we need to achieve this by 2030, that we need to have this by 2030? Why is there such a sounds, sense of urgency there? Sounds like a race. To me, it sounds like the finish line. Because 2030, to to, to them, 2030 is that. But to their masters, 2030 is when that sky cracks open with the Trump and Jesus mm. returns. And if yeah. Satan's not ready to take him on, he's in trouble. He's got a short time, doesn't he? He's got a short time. He's so got that's even why shorter time coming because the days are going to be short. Yeah. Right. Bob, that's isn't that isn't it called Agenda Twenty Thirty? Yeah. Yeah. There or is. Agenda Twenty Thirty. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of the things. It, it's going to it's going to take on different names. It's going to change over time. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, basically uh, the Agenda Twenty Thirty is going to be like Armageddon Twenty Thirty. Mm. And if you're not on board with us, you're dead. Pretty much because I mean that's what they're doing with the mark of the beast. When mm-hmm. that comes out, they're basically Satan's building his army. Mm-hmm. Okay, he needs an army. 
Okay, yeah, he gets to condemn you to hell. That's great. He's excited about that. But he also needs an army. And if you're taking that mark and becoming a Nephilim, you can fight for him. You're a soldier for him now. And he's mm. going to expect you to fight and stand there at Jerusalem when that sky cracks open with Jesus' second coming. Mm. You're going to be recruited into his army. That's why he wants you to be immortal. He will at least want you to last a little bit longer than normal. Mm. That's why you had a shot in the arm because he's yeah. prepping his army. Oh, <laughs> that does not sound good. That's he, wants right, you, he wants you to be a Terminator, right? Yeah. I'll be yeah. back. <laughs> I'll be back. He wants you to be a, a T-800. Yeah. Okay? And think about what's happening right now. What, what, what just happened this week? Fox just became the new Bud Light of news. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. With the with no with the with the certain somebody. I don't is know there a new boycott in the now. works here, Bob? Congrat- congratulations, <laughs> hey, Fox. You know it's amazing. You look at their stock price, and as soon as they announced it, plummeted. Just like straight down. I mean, it's a straight. Oh, you're talking down. about the you talk about the firing of the certain hosts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If as soon as that, that happened, right the, it's now. a straight yeah. line down on their on their. Yeah, stock bon, G- bon Gino was it, he his, was uh, too. this thing wasn't renewed, and Tucker yeah. wasn't renewed, and. Well, no, I mean that was different. For it, it wasn't about renewing; it was about yeah. Well, I know that getting him off the air as soon as he'll, he'll end up on Newsmax. Yeah. Well, the thing about the depends because um, you, you, we don't know if he if he he may not be able to go on air anywhere until his contract actually expires because uh, the report is that he was paid out of his uh, on his contract. Mm-hmm. So he may not be able to actually have his show until his contract expires. We don't. It's pretty much the same thing that happened with O'Reilly, but yeah. But um, there's a non-compete clause in a lot of these contracts right. where exactly. you can't for six months you can't go anywhere else. You can do market. like a, uh, personal appearances and things like that. He could go to he could go to Ecuador or you know, somewhere like that. But he, he could, in the United States he wouldn't be able. To. I wonder if he could like set up his own YouTube. And just be like his own guy on YouTube, maybe. I don't know. He could go on talk shows and stuff like that. He was know, talking a lot of truth, though, wasn't he, Bob? <clears throat> yeah, but he can't. I don't think he could set up his own deal or work for anybody or something like that. But, you know, the thing is, what's alarming about, about I'm going to call him Trucker because case of the algorithms look for Trucker. So, so <laughs> Trucker, they let mm-hmm. Trucker go because I think, they, you know, you know what he was good at? Breaking news. He was good at breaking news. Okay, everybody else kind of like echoed other stuff, but not Trucker. He right. He uh he he got breaking news. He got deep dirty stuff. He got mm. the the J six stuff out there and everything. So he really started pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. You know what? They're like, okay, this works, but now here's a here's a deal, Trucker. We're really gonna start doing some really dirty, nasty stuff now, and we mm. can't have you breaking news no more. Yeah. Because, same thing. Yeah. Same thing happened to Lou Dobbs, Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Lou was on there, and he he just didn't cut any ice at all. You mean, you he mean, didn't even he didn't care. He just let it rip. Did they only give him ten minutes too? The morning? You mean Rue Drobs? Ten minutes? Yeah, we got to stick the algorithm here. Rue Drobs is his name. Yeah, he oh, he man. yeah he he was uh, he was he he was um, tossed out of there as well. Speaking too much truth about things. You know, that will really get you in trouble these days, is actually speaking. I guess we're all. You got I Jesus guess. in trouble, too, though. Okay. So, 
Jesus spoke the truth and he got him into a lot of trouble. He said that I was there before uh, Abraham was. <laughs> and they didn't like that. Did they didn't they? like he, that. He was smell there like, yeah. you're just 30 years old. He goes, hey, before yeah. Abraham was, I am. And Come like, we can, uh, I am. Well, we got worry. We got to be concerned about using people's real names, but we're using the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're, we're, well, yeah. we're not. Wait a second now. Right. Oh, we're not going to stop doing that's gonna, that. That's going to throw algorithm or algorithm. <laughs> well, we don't know know what, as soon as they hear the word Jesus, yeah. they're like, ah, and they flee away. They don't want to lose anymore. We just move over to Rumble. That's all if we have to. Yeah. Yeah. We have to, yeah. Exactly. We have backup. Well, that's, a, that's the thing, guys. thing is, they're going after him. Yeah. I think what's yeah. happening right now, they're starting at the top, and they're working their way down now. Right. That's what's going on. I think some really bad stuff is coming. Because we're things are really going to hit the fan in 2024, and in 2025 it's going to be really bad here. Okay, so you can't have someone like Trucker doing what he's doing, and then I think they're going to go after bigger bait like Rogan, go after those guys. And once you see all of them start start going down, then they're going to be looking at people like us. Okay, so I think they're starting at the top right now with uh, Trucker. Yeah. Okay. Hey, was, yeah. hey I, I tell you something that's really interesting uh, along the lines of of news anchors. Um, uh, Don Apple was fired. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, his his very last newscast, he asked two of the best questions he'd ever asked in all the years he'd been on CNN, and that's what got him booted. He was he was interviewing Kirby, who's a complete empty suit. He this guy's just and he's one of the leaders of our government. This he's a joke, Kirby. But he asked him two questions in a row that were and he he was bumbling and stumbling through them. He asked the first question. I'm not and you can go on and look on the internet and see it. But the second one he asked, and, and I was listening to this and I'm thinking, well, good old Don Apple, boy, he really I mean, give him credit. He had the guts to do that, but now he's out of a job. But why all of a sudden, and I think Bob's right, It's, it's stuff is coming down. Maybe mm-hmm. some of these people are waking up and realizing, mm-hmm. you know, something's, something ain't right here. Well, the demons in media, I mean, the prince of the power of the air waves mm-hmm. is the adversary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. people, you know, if, if you go on, Say you go on as a, lo- a local newscaster and you know that something, you know, you're about to read something you know is just complete false. And you say, I can't read this. This is just a pack of lies. You're, you're, you're out the door. You know, mm-hmm. and so many, so many things. Um, well, good for know. them, though. Good for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, truth. The, initial, the initial reports from 9 11. 2001, there were on the street from people that were members of different different networks, which I'm not going to name any networks, about really what was going on. And there were explosions. Okay, and, and you just, you can go back and you can watch this stuff. They haven't yeah. scrubbed it off there yet. And you could just, and then, and how people would say that, you know, I heard four or five explosions under this, under this building. And then, and then the the guy would say, oh, "You mean you you heard a plane?" He would try to make them say something that, and the guy said, "No, no, it wasn't anything." 
some of them are really interesting to watch. The, the French, there's a French group that did a comment, that did a documentary on it. Mm-hmm. But it was real interesting because it was there were so many reports initial before they could filter it that were accurate from the people that were there. And see, that, that's what's going on right now. A lot of these people that are in the media, and I don't know if you agree with me, you guys or not, but I think I think Don Apple might have, he might have been, either got kicked by a mule or he got into some truth serum. And yeah. he realized that he was just a pawn. Uh, like the guy or not, he, he had the guts to do it. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really, you know, care for lifestyles and things like that. And that, but at the same time, you got to give him a little bit of respect for, for having the guts to do what he did because it cost him his job. Mm. Um, yeah. And, it and, shows uh, some character, and, you know, it shows it, it, people's character. It does and, show uh, some, it does show some character because and, it's, uh, it's really, you know, there's, there's been a lot of that stuff has happened. You know, Tim Russert was another guy who was on years ago mm. who uh, was straight in your face journal. He was a journalist and, and he asked some really tough questions. And I think he was a, more of an ad libber um, than a lot of these people are allowed to do right now. But yeah, I've already, I've already said enough. So I'm well, but just to, yeah, off <clears throat> that just, you know, these people could easily be be told to be quiet, and they don't. They they just go out and do it. They could be lose their jobs. They can be their lives can be threatened, but they're doing it, Bob. Yeah. You know, and that's mm-hmm. that's great. I mean, not many people will do that because they'll, you know, be, be scared. They'll be uh, they'll lose their paycheck, you know. But the fact that they're standing up for truth, that shows a lot. That shows a lot of character to, you know, so good for them. That's what I'm saying. Um, and listen, this is what we do here on Uptime. We tell the truth, we tell it like it is, you know, I mean, for the most part, we don't want to be thrown off. So we do, you know, dance around certain keywords here and there, obviously because of the <laughs> algorithm, but that's not the same thing. You know, it's, it's totally yeah, different. Mm-hmm. But we are allowed yeah. to talk about things more than what we even used to say a year and a half ago, for example, lab leak theory <laughs> you weren't even able to talk about that what whatsoever at one point but now yeah. it's 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 pretty much a sure thing when you have um the government agencies of the, the actual government who's like telling you don't talk about this but they're then they have realized there's not what there's not much we can do about this we have to, to share what this is you gotta um, mitigate it's, it's yeah. pretty yeah it's pretty exactly <laughs> You got to try to mitigate your losses, and um, boy, they've taken a lot of losses because the, the erosion of, of trust is at an all-time, an all-time high. The erosion, the trust level is at an all-time low. There, let's be honest. You really cannot because, and the reason for that is because the United States is not acting like a sovereign nation anymore. It's acting like yeah. it's beholden nation of the world. That 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 they must appease to the to the to the and they do and they have to appease to the world, otherwise they don't re- get to remain in power and keep their money in power and it's you know but we see right through that don't we and it's it's mm-hmm. it's but I think that's a time for this is exactly why it's happened is because Bob we are we're going to be out of here soon 
And so I think the less we have our, our tentacles and our grips in here and the less we want to stay here, the easier it is to escape from Sodom and Gomorrah, right? And you don't hey, Bob, want to I got look, a question for you. Just, and, and trying yeah. to wish that you're, you go back to it. Yeah. I, got a, I got a quick question for you. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Kevin. I just right. wanted to ask you. Here's my thought. Um, when, you, when you just did this, this recent uh, um, little sharing, you know, to prove to the Muslims that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. Now, how did you, uh, that, was that something you just, one morning you just got the inspiration to do that? I mean, I, I know, I know you get inspired a lot of the things you do, but I'm just wondering because it was very, uh, it was concise. It was to the point. It was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, something somebody could could come across and watch in just a few minutes and and get the, you know, get the uh, get the seed of of um, curiosity going, if you will. That's a, yeah. that's the only word I can think of because these are the kinds of things that they don't always need to be an hour long. Sometimes just a like the thing Michael did on that liquid death. You know, four or five minutes is all you really need. To, yeah, it seems to, like it's going that direction now because people, the attention spans, thanks to TikTok, are getting shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. <clears throat> so now I have to change up my strategies now. And actually, yeah, you, um, you're going to see a lot more shorts coming from me now. Okay, I'm thinking I'm going to take a lot of shorts from these uptimes and do some shorts and stuff. But Bob, to answer your question, that was actually uh, uh, an outtake from a video, a longer video I did. And while I was editing the video, I was like, you know what? That's a good point I made right there. You know, I bet you I could make a quick one-minute video from this and add this couple, take a couple parts and make a quick one-minute video. So the video I posted today, I don't know if you watched it, there there were, that the, that clip was actually in that video when I was talking, okay? Uh, the Perry Stone part wasn't in there, but I had that from previous video. But, you know, the, but that's the but that's the direction we're heading in now. Gotta be quick and snappy. You gotta pop, 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 man. Yeah. Because I mean, if one thing we're reaching the people, the older generations like us, but the younger kids, okay, you gotta be, you gotta speak the language. You gotta be quick. You gotta be to the point. Okay. And yeah, you're gonna see a lot more of these shorts coming from me now, so that way I can combat you know the attention deficit disorder that we're going through right now. In a, in a, in our younger generations, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's good right. because this is, you know, the reason I asked that is because I, that's kind of how I felt about it. It was like you were, you know, the attention span is, is short. Um, if you can get somebody, let's say that, yeah, you know, for lack of a better word, accidentally comes across it and they see it. And all of a sudden they're sitting there and they get they they hear something that pulls them in to watch it. And you say, well, this is, you know, you're talking about this. And then you get in there and you've proven that Jesus Christ came that we might have life. And he was the way, the truth and life and all that kind of stuff like that. And showing the Muslims, are, you know, Muhammad was not not the right guy and that mm-hmm. their their religion is false. And then at that point, the curiosity is there, and they're going to want to look to see if they can find out more about this truth about Jesus Christ. So 
just having that on there in a short format, not that everything has to be three or four minutes, but at the same time, there's, there's ways of, of um, salting people's oats, if you will, to the point where mm-hmm. they're going to have the curiosity is going to be uh, the Lord will work in their hearts because he's the one that softens the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't, the four mm-hmm. of us don't soften anybody's hearts on here. I mean, the mm-hmm. word of God is what does it. I mean, we're not we're not going to take credit for any. I, I don't think that any of us can really say that we've ever saved anybody. I've mm-hmm. I've shared the word with a lot of people, and people have come to the truth because of what I've shared. But mm-hmm. as far as adding the increase, I'm not taking any credit for that. Yeah. I'm just thankful God did add the increase. Uh, any yeah. increase from uptime or any of our ministries is because of the Father. It's not because of us. That's right. And it's nice and to be a long- part of it, though, isn't it? I mean, oh, it feels, my gosh. Yes, yeah. it sure is. It's amazing. Yeah. I think that's part of the battle of getting over that hump if you've never done that before, if you never witnessed anybody or told anybody about it. And, and sometimes you don't even have to t- say words. Like be, being an example, uh, it, it goes a long way as well. And th- that's, exa- that, that's actually happened to me where somebody approached me years later and said, well, you're a Christian and I knew you were. And I was like, I never said that, you know, in the office, did I? And he's like, no, I don't recall you ever preaching a sermon there, (laughs) but I could tell that there was something different about you. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, and you're, and you're like, okay, that's good. I'm doing the right thing. You know, it's, it's, (laughs) it's confirmation to yourself that, and that but, feels good. Yeah, that every day you can make a difference. Sometimes you do speak and you tell somebody when it's appropriate. And sometimes you're just living the example. And and God can absolutely use that to cause a person, which what, what happened, cause them to think, why is this person different? Mm-hmm. What, what makes them different? Why are they like that? And then it's like, well, hold on a second here. I can tell. Wait a minute. They're a Christian. I'm going to look into that because I want some of that. Right. And, and I, I think that's it's it's really cool to be a part of that. And, and like you said, we don't save anybody, but we can no. be but we can be messengers of it. We can be examples of it. We can be good mm-hmm. witnesses of it. I think we've all had that. The Bible says, don't be bad witnesses because that makes it more difficult, right? Yeah. Don't I think we've all can say that we've, we've had some kind of experience where you didn't really have to say much of anything at all. Yeah. And someone just either recognizes there's something different about you. They can't really put a finger on it. But at the same time, there's that what is inside them mm-hmm. kind of almost manifests in a way. Um, because I've, I've been there where I can see these people, especially on a, on a specific, on a set. I was on a set where people actually manifested mm. and there's this demonic activity that happened. And he actually, the person actually started saying, well, when I say set, I, I work in the area of film, uh, and it was a film set. And the, the actor was just like, oh, well, if we didn't have this Christian in here, this would be much better. Uh, I'm, I'm serious about this. That's amazing. And, uh, they pointed me out. And I, I mean, it was only a couple of days working with these people. Right. And all of a sudden this person's just, you know, calling me out. But the, the very 
strange thing was that it was almost like everyone forgot about it. Anybody who was, you know, they may have looked in the direction, in my direction, but everyone just forgot about what was said. It was very mm. bizarre. Wow. And I can't, I really can't explain stuff like that. But I, but these per- people called me out because whatever was in them was not liking what was in me. Exactly. That's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Well, you can tell the de- demons, they, they get close to that and they lash out. That's what they do. And they, they mm-hmm. because they can't, they can't hear, even if you're not speaking of Jesus, if you're speaking truth, Greg, and it's coming from you, and they and they can sense that, and they see the light, and they want to be like we read earlier. They want to be in darkness, so they're gonna they're gonna scream at the light, right? Yes. And they're gonna lash out, and he uses that person. The demon uses that person as a conduit and points you out like that. I mean, all that does, though, Greg, to you is you're like, hey. Jesus said they hated me first, you know. Uh, so if you're if you're not getting that, then you're probably not displaying light. They're right? seeing, they yeah. see you. They, they see what's in you. They can. Yeah. They recognize it. Yeah. yeah, the demons hate us, man. We're made in God's image, so this is why they're constantly trying to debase us. Okay, right. this is why you have all this freaky stuff going on with transgenderism and all uh, stuff like that. They hate us. They hate uh they hate a male for what a male is. They hate a female for what a female is. All right. They when they take it, they like flipping it upside down. They you know they they know God's word that the, the male is not supposed to wear female clothing, vice versa. And the, they're not supposed to switch roles and do all that stuff. You know right? that that's an abomination to God. But what what's going on with feminism and all that stuff? Okay. They're trying to flip trying to get them to switch roles. But that's being led by demonic spiritual forces because, like I said, we're made in God's image, male and female, okay? And God made us to be who we are. But they're trying to debase us, and and, and they're trying to get us. This is why we got, what, how many, 150 different genders now, okay? They want to get us away from that completely, okay? And especially if you're a Christian, if you're a born-again believer. So now you got this body that's made in God's image, and the spirit that's also glorified. So now you're a double threat, a double yeah. whammy. Okay. And they can sense that. And I think I've, I've gone through that where I get around people that they don't know I'm a believer. And I've done that too. I see, I walk in the place I get a pizza from. I walk in there, the woman standing there at the counter. I walked up to her. I'm like, Praise the Lord, because I could tell. She's like, Amen. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I could tell. Yeah, you know, I, when you get you get there, you're like, "Hey, this is nice." I, usually, right. I talk to this person, and they're giving me dirty looks, even though they're taking all my money for a pizza. <laughs> you're giving me, you're actually pretty friendly with me. But I was able to tell right away she was a believer. Yeah, yeah. I went into I went into a Walmart, and that place was just full of demons. I mean, I, I walk up to the counter, and they're just like, Arr! I mean, literally, she's like growling at me, and I'm like. I haven't done anything. I'm just putting my, you know, it's just, and it's just, and then the bagger is like, and it's like all of them are just, you know, it was, and I asked, I, I said, it was, it was around where my mom lived and my parents. And I, I said, mom, what's up with that Walmart? She's like, that's just a den of demons over there, man. She knows, she can tell too. And I'm like, so you see them? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's, uh, it, it was, it's like, they just hire their own, you know, it's like they, 
and it was just this coven of demons. It was terrible. It was amazing. But I think we've all experienced that, right? Mm-hmm. And then the opposite too, where you can you look at somebody and they look at you, or even even without looking at somebody, just a little chat. I did that with somebody at work just recently, and then they're like, "Wait a minute, you're a Christian, right?" And I'm like. Yeah, you are too, right? Yeah, okay, all right. You know, it's like no. just, just you just can feel like a connection there that you're in the same body. Yeah, you know that's going to backfire for everybody after the rapture resurrection. Mm. You become a Christian, that's that that's not that's really going to go against you. Oh yeah, because uh, you know right now already we already have uh, mayors and police, governors, and you know uh, politicians and uh, other officials of different states. All right that are okay with the idea of murdering people if they disagree with your agenda. Right. If they disagree with, it, with the way you think. It's okay to murder them. It's justified if they, ju- if they disagree with you, okay, mm-hmm. especially if they're Christian. Oh, whoo, that's, a, that's a double whammy. So mm-hmm. that's what's coming. And, that, and th- these people are okay with it now, mm-hmm. right? They're okay with that. Look, I mean, just, you, don't have to go, you don't have to go too far. Just go to our halls of Congress. All right, there's a bunch of them over there. You talk about a den of demons, Kevin. Oh no, man, that's a den of that's a den of devils, demons, principalities, <laughs> dog crap. You know what else yeah. they'll do though too during the tribulation is that your own son or daughter are going to turn you in, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the algorithm. Your family's going to turn against you. And what did they do during this the, during this pandemic? What did they start doing? You need to snitch on people if they haven't done this mm-hmm. or that or whatever. Turn people in, like the Karens, right? That's what they're called, the Karens. So you're going to have a lot of Karens going on during the tribulation period because now they've conditioned you to tattletale on your neighbor about the most minorest. Inf- this person's gardening, for goodness sakes. I gotta call nine one one. This person's gardening next door. Well, what's gonna happen when Christianity's outlawed and this person's a Christian and the person knows it? I mean, they're gonna be like, call oh, up and get it. a reward, right? Yeah, really. get a bounty on them, their head. You get, I get to increase if you turn into a Christian, they'll give you more credits on your app. Oh, right. Okay? Yeah, on your your CBD seed, you get more credits. Two thousand credits per Christian. You're gonna have yeah. bounty hunters and all kinds of stuff, right? right? And that that's we see the dreams and visions. Mobs of people going out looking for Christians. They are targeting Christians. And you know, the, the other amazing thing about dreams and visions is if you watch my channel, you know, I was just thinking about this. You know, I've been around with my channel since 2013. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's like 12 years now that I realize it. Maybe in 2012. Because I remember doing some stuff. Of course, a lot of <laughs> I, had to delete. I had to delete a bunch of stuff. So, yeah, I, I basically around back then. And, uh, <laughs> Back then, with Dreams and Visions, I always saw Chinese and Russian soldiers all the time. And I thought it was funny because we do not have a problem with that. We didn't have a problem with that then, but I kept on ringing the bell about ringing the bell, even though I didn't quite understand it. I was like, well, it'll be that way during the tribulation. And then 2015 came along, and I'm like, where are these soldiers and where are these Chinese and Russian soldiers hiding? because they're nowhere to be found. You'll hear nothing about them being anywhere. And then around 2018, I heard that, that they were high. They found some Russian soldiers starting fires in the woods of California. I was like, aha. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, that's still not enough. Where are they coming from? Where, where are they at? And now what's going on here in 2023, they have them. They're shipping them by the bus loads and the plane loads from Panama mm-hmm. to yep. our borders 
right. by the thousands wow. Chinese and Russian soldiers, wide open border, military age men coming in here like a parade right now. Right. They're coming in right now. And they said 2025, they're going to invade. All right. Yeah. There's your Chinese and Russian soldiers. You had that in 2015 or 2014? Yeah. Wow. That's a that's look how long it took took for them to get through. I bet you they wanted to do it much earlier, but uh, a certain president got in their way, didn't they? Didn't he? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. they, they were going to roll it right in with with uh, with uh, you know Hillary um, mm-hmm. when she came in. They were just going to just just start exactly what we're seeing now. But they had to kind of wait. There was a little pause, even though they tried to get them out as quickly as they possibly could with just these fake yeah. things. But um, but now nothing is really stopping them. I mean, sure, yeah. there is still pushback, right? The restrainer is still pushing back, but these doors are becoming more wide open. And I think, Bob, that's a that's another sign that we're on the precipice here and that we're in this transitionary yeah. period. Right. They're, they're basically, the what I've seen, they're going to take this country down from within. Yeah. You know, basically, within one day, it's just going to be a quick strike. They're going to pop up out of your sheds and everywhere. They're just going to pop up ev- everywhere. But Red Dawn I had, had a dream about that. Rapture. Hmm? I had a dream about yeah. that, actually. Yeah. Red Dawn invasion type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was yeah, very you guys, real. Uh, I mean, well, Hagen, you've, um, you've, you've monitored the border since the Civil War. So um, is this the worst that you've ever ex- you know, seen there? Well, uh, U.S. Grant and I used to get together and have a have a sip, you know. Don't forget Tippy Canoe and Tyler. I, I, I called her. Called no, US. I mean, I mean, okay. All all jokes aside. No, that um, no. It, U.S. Grant and I would. He, he liked whiskey, you know. All right. Yeah, he did. But, but all jokes no, this aside, is, bad. is yeah, this, this like bad. the worst that you've influx sure. of illegal? Uh, immigration that you've ever seen in your life. Sure, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is the worst. And, and like you guys were just saying, you know, when when Trump was in there, it was it was down to the probably less as it's been in years. But now it's just a, you know, it's a big, big mess. And but I I think that you're going to see some things happen here in the not too distant future that are going to be um, kind of eye-opening, mind-boggling, if you will, more than mm-hmm. even this uh, the, the picture that uh, Bob's been painting, because it's, I, I think that uh, before the stuff hits the fan completely, we're going to have to be out of here. But it will hit the fan, and it will hit it really, really hard. What do you think is worse, though? The influx of all the illegal or the government saying that there's not a problem? Which which thing is actually worse? Uh, well, it's just bad, like propaganda. But... You know, if you know anything about the Second World War and and uh, the propaganda, Goebbels and you know the different, uh, you know, Stalin was a propagandist. Goebbels, you know, they they would. Uh, my mom was in Belgium during World War Two. It was mm-hmm. Belgium was occupied by the Nazis for four years. Right. They used to go to the movie theaters and they would always show how how the fatherland was victorious and they never showed them losing a battle, even though they were getting their clocks clean toward the end there. The propaganda was machine was huge. And it, it, uh, I even saw a program on the Hitler youth yesterday. I was watching a little thing on that. And it's amazing what 
what they were doing. I mean, they had 8 million, 10 million of these kids that are, they were between 14 and 16 mm-hmm. that were, uh, you know, they actually put them, that was the last, you know, most of their troops were, were killed or captured and they were trying to defend Berlin against the Russians, these 14 year old kids. And they were being slaughtered, you know, but they, they believed that, that what they were fighting for was just. Mm. So uh, as far as people in this country, I think there's a lot of brainwashing that's gone on. Um, if you watch Mayorkas, did I actually say his name? Yeah. Mayorkas, uh, there's nothing wrong. Everything's fine. You know, and he can't admit that there's a crisis, you know. No. Um, right. But there is. No, they can't. They can't. They but, can't uh, do that. Past that, isn't it? But there, there's been a crisis ever since um, the early 60s when we took the Bibles out of school, prayer out of school, uh, when, uh, you know, far before, you know, when abortion was was made a law. Um, and a lot of things just went down, <clears throat> went down the drain from uh, the early 60s uh, to this very day. There's a lot of acceleration of it during certain times. The whole um, uh, peace, love, and you know, f- free drug, sex, and all that other stuff. That was just you know, all. All that stuff was planned um, to really deaden the senses of people <laughs> to the point where they would accept just about anything. You know, yeah. I mean, drugs don't. You don't use drugs mm-hmm. to you know to enlighten. You know, that whole thing about be, becoming enlightened, you know, what a pile of crap. You know, I mean, I, I'm sorry, because I remember that. I remember hearing that, you know, if you take this, you'll be enlightened. You know, and what is what is one of the key parts of that word? Light. Mm-hmm. Who is the light? Mm-hmm. Right. Jesus Christ. The way he's that the he's true the light. light. He's, he's the, the true, true light. light. Right? Amen. Right. So we're we're looking at this counterfeit thing that swept over not only the country, but the world starting in the early sixties and it's still going now, but it's, 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 it's doing, it's doing a different thing now because of the technology. Yeah, well, it's different. Um, you, think, you think about what happened back then, Bob, you remember how it all started? Started with Elvis. Remember when mm. Elvis, my, my, my mother-in-law talks about Elvis. When Elvis first started doing his dance and started shaking around all our dares, you know, they're like, they're telling them not the girls not to watch. They're like, oh my goodness, like somebody naked on TV to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. It started with him, the king of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. It's stuff like that. Back then, you're like, well, that's nothing now. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It's like a slow boil, a slow walk for the United States, which took about 70 years to do it, which that's basically how long it normally takes. To change the nation, you got to change the culture. It has to be done over several generations. You got to dumb each generation down one more to the other. And I think you noticed that each generation got dumber and slower and more lethargic. Mm-hmm. Each generation, okay. And now, now what they're doing now that they're they're actually catching up our nation now with the way that people are in this country, because now and what happened in uh, well we got a bozo Jonah now. And what's been happening? All of our allies have been deserting the United States. One by one, they're all getting behind China now. They're all going to their currency now. They're all leaving our currency now. We're losing all of our allies. We got AMLO, Mexico, 
going to bricks now. Okay, you got you got Trudeau going to bricks now. Okay, everybody that surrounds us going to bricks now. They're going to be allies with China. Okay, that doesn't help us one bit. And then you got the, uh, the Biden administration trying to push gun reform. All right, so basically you have the Biden administration trying to get rid of all of our guns because they know that China will invade and fight us, and they want to. China wants to hedge their bet and make sure that they can get in here with no problems. That's why China was running their mouths with Sandy Hook and stuff like that. Hey, you should take away the guns. You know, why is China saying that at Sandy Hook for? Why is, why is China chiming in? Take away the guns. You take away the guns. It's none of your business, China. Let, let's handle our own stuff here at the schools and stuff like that. Okay, China? And then Biden, this is funny. Here's the hypocrisy of this government. Okay? So Joe, Joe and the Biden administration, they want to... Basically, they're coming down on the gun manufacturers now. You guys hear about this? They want to punish gun manufacturers if anybody used their gun to hurt somebody. So if somebody gets hurt by their gun, they can go back to sue the gun manufacturer. Okay? So that's what they're trying to do to gun manufacturers. But it gets better. They're also hounding the gun manufacturer to make more weapons to send to Ukraine. Hmm. So on one hand... They're trying to say, make more weapons, make more weapons. And on the other hand, to say, but if anybody uses a weapon here, you're going to get sued for it. So basically, they're trying to come down to gun manufacturers to make weapons for our enemies, for a world. They're trying to arm our, arm the world around us, but they're trying to take away our guns. Mm-hmm. Well, they did what Isn't they that amazing? did that at Sandy Hook. They uh, actually, there was a suit against Remington. Um. Because of the supposedly the AR-15 this this guy used whoever it was, but uh, you're right. You, you, you're, you're right. It's uh, it's it's amazing how we can we can arm the world, but then we can't uh, we can't protect ourselves because we all know that the gun fires itself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just not a way you can tell the truth not in them because that they contradict themselves and their policies are like yeah. contradictory to each other. Yeah, um, there's, yeah. There's mention about the there. Yeah, right. This guy, uh, I, I mentioned this before. This guy, this is years ago in San Francisco. How the, you know, tremendous amount of crime they have there. But back years and years ago, it wasn't quite as bad. And this guy went in to rob a mom and pop store. Chinese elderly Chinese couple lived there. Ran this, uh, ran this grocery store, and they lived over the top of it. And, this guy walked in and pulled the gun, and the, the 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 man had a pistol underneath the counter, and he shot and killed him. And the family of the the guy that he had killed tried to sue tried to sue this man and accuse him of, of first degree murder. And when they went into court, the judge shook his head and said, "You've got to be kidding me! There's absolutely no way." This man was doing anything but protecting his family. Case dismissed. Clock. You won't see that anymore, though. You see, you mm-hmm. got those mm-hmm. bodegas and things, and, and yeah, you're not allowed about those yourself. ones where where you can defend yourself. Um, no, you can't. And do your that. family, uh, you should be able to do that. It's not. Allowed. I mean, if somebody if somebody breaks into your home, are you going to ask? You know, what are you going to do? Call it. Most of the time, you call the police, and they won't get out there for. Who knows how long it takes them to get out there? Yeah, the government tells people to, uh, you know, just uh, give them what they want. 
Yeah, that's right. what they say. That's what they say now. That is supposed to be their your position, and, and the yeah, reason why, well, uh, many different reasons, but equity is one of them. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, yeah. So if somebody walks up and wants my car, right, and I'm heading to work, I should give my car. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Own own nothing and be happy. Especially if they're a legal immigrant. You owe it to them. There you go. Yeah. They're taking care of the legal immigrants. You hear about that new uh, loan? Yeah. A new loan um, bill that. uh, That's right. uh, The new executive order from Biden. He put out that basically if you you save up money, Bob, for a house, a lot of money, you get like 20% down, you do really good. You, You pay your bills, you have great credit. Okay. You're way up there in your credit score. What they want to do now, if that's you, they will give you a higher, they'll give you a higher interest rate because you put down a lot of money and you have a higher credit score. Right. Why? So that way you, since you could pay that type of money, Bob, we, we could charge you more so we could take that extra money and give it to this idiot over here mm-hmm. that held a job for two minutes and he wants a house for a million dollars. So we want to be able to take your money and give it to him so he can get his house. Does this okay. sound and like? By the way, if you got a low credit score, the, the lower credit score you got, the more better. the better chance you are of getting the house. Now, the Doesn't higher this... credit score you got, you'll still think... get a house, but you're going to pay yeah. a super high credit. Doesn't this sound like a recipe for, for a, a housing disaster to come? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's very again. similar to what yeah. happened back in 2000 to 2000, you know, basically 1996 or so yeah. to 2006 where they were just giving out loans to pretty much anybody and everybody um, because they wanted people to be sure. homeowners, even yeah, though they repeat. history is going to repeat itself. Good creditors. But now this is, I mm-hmm. think this is worse though, Bob, because now they, they want the same, same, same thing, the same outcome, basically give homes to people who can't afford them. But now they're actually incentivizing them to do that. And they're penalizing the people who actually have good credit. So they've taken it up a notch. I got to believe this next housing crisis is going to be the worse the one than the one that happened in 2008. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think they call this, I think they call that communism. Yeah. 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 We're headed you know, for so a great depression, you know, it's, it's, honestly. It's, so, it's socialism. Yeah. It's equity. It's we're, communism. We're headed for another great depression. I mean, yeah. the greatest depression ever. I mean, that's, hey. there's, there's no doubt about it. Well, look what they just said about the children this week. They said they're not your kids. They're the children of everybody. They're the children of the state. It takes a village. Isn't that ultimate have... communism right there? It takes the a village. the same stuff that Hitler did. All, every, everything they're doing, I'm studying all that stuff right now. Hitler did all the same stuff. You know, back then, the youth back then, what they did was Hitler, Hitler literally said that too much education is dangerous. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the only education the youth got was those was government education, specifically how Hitler will rise to power and he'll come to a great victory and you got support all of his ways, all the government agenda's ways. Okay. Right. And that's the only education you got. That was mm-hmm. it. He burned the books. Yep. He took away guns. Yeah, they, yeah, and here they I don't mean, want anybody going to like a technical school or something like that and actually right. learning the trade or skill. They hey want guys. you to go to a liberal arts college so they can indoctrinate you with a bunch of crap and have you take uh, you know gender equity. Right, Bob, you're well, signing see, off. Yeah, I think we've all been Kev. We've all been indoctrinated, haven't we? No, well, I've been indoctrinated into the yeah. word. 
Well, no, I, I'm just I'm just being silly right there. It's it's uh, yeah, I'm gonna have you get a little punchy. All right, Bob, good to have you here. Months. Thank you for coming on. And I'll see you guys you later. Get us some questions here. All right, thank you. God bless. Take care now. I think Bye. we should probably get some questions here, Greg. Yeah, let's go for some questions. Why well, not? Bob Barber, uh, twenty-three minutes. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. We're already at the, t- the night. Let's bring flying. it up. It's flying for sure for covering a Did lot. So, not think it was going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What would make this yeah, night any different than the other night? That's a good question. I love go getting ahead. all these eternity questions David. now. Like David Chow here, remember? David? Hey, David. He said, uh, question, do you think our thoughts will be erased, forgotten at the time of the rapture? I sure mm. hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, to what extent, right? I mean, right. Well, we won't I don't know my parents anymore. <laughs> I don't. I, I think, think that some things will be forgotten and erased. I but think we're going to remember what we're supposed time. to remember. Yeah. I think we'll remember what we're supposed to remember. I think so, too. And God will be the dictator. I have a feeling it's going to be perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys hear about this one? What is liquid death? Did we just talk about this tonight? I thought what someone talked death? about this. Yeah, some type of stuff they're putting out. No, actually, I just saw a video on it. The liquid death. Basically, they're, they're I guess they're putting this stuff together now. People could take and they could just kill themselves, commit suicide. Just take some rat poison. Do the same thing. I yeah, think liquid, Annette... Liquid death is... Yeah, go ahead, Kevin. No, I think Annette put it some, something in the chat. Did you star that one? Um, she put what liquid death... And they even have a slogan, like something about murder... I don't know. Maybe you can post it again in that. Yeah, it's partly it's partly putting uh, it's partly uh, putting rituals over certain food supplies, over over uh, liquid, over food supply. Um, they do the same thing. Occultists do the same thing with music, right? Mm-hmm. So they eventually are trying to in, induce or kind of yeah induce these spirits into certain people. And uh, eventually, it, it comes down to um, it, it comes down to trying to possess the person. That's basically what it comes down to. Do you see that she just posted? Um, Liquid Death is a canned water company founded by Mar- Mike Cesario. Its tagline is "Murder Your Thirst." Is that the same Liquid Death you were talking about earlier, or is that just an extension of this whole thing about the Liquid Death? It, it's know. pretty much the same thing. It's pretty much the same. I think it, it sounds like to me something where people that you know people just would become so suicidal, as easy access to kill yourself. I think that would make sense to me. Yeah. Okay, you well, know. yeah, that's what they're putting. Have in, suicide uh, doctors and stuff like that say, you know what, you, you know, if you get like a leg injury, you don't want to deal with the pain, we could suicide you. So uh, you hear about that? So mm, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, well, we have we have. You want me to play a clip of uh, Michael's? Uh, Michael's uh, video because it's you know it's only it's less than five minutes in length. Sure. Why don't we why don't we present it so people He's not here so we can have him as a guest speaker. Uh, I'm sure he'll forgive me for uh, for not doing that, but I, hey, listen, we're promoting his uh, his information, so I'm sure he'll be. Uh, he'll <laughs> sure be okay. be you gonna do it now? You gonna do it at the end? Let's let's bring it up now. We're talking about it. Don't you guys miss the old days when we had monster energy drinks? And then we found out that the monster energy drink on the front of the can was really just three vats, the Hebrew letter 
numerically assigned with the number six, being 666, unleash the beast was their motto. Now we have things called liquid death. This was actually brought to my attention by Brother Conrad, and it blew my mind when I seen it then, but as I've seen more information come out about it now, it's far worse than you could ever imagine. On their actual website that I have pulled up here, it's Murder Your Thirst. This is one of the most tame portions of the website that I even feel comfortable showing on how bad it is. But they have all kinds of things on there about selling your soul, beheading, murder, and um, another portion here under their facts. It's all about collecting skulls as to earn rewards on their site. And you can just totally see the beast system mentality. Even Martha Stewart was on here dismembering candles is what it said so you can totally see this head hunting beast system beheading culture of liquid death is you know it, it, it wasn't like the days of monster where it was tame and and no one really knew exactly what it meant but it's become so brazenly open the agenda that this world is fully embracing and saddenly enough, even members of the body of Christ are supporting this garbage by pay, paying for it and drinking it. God help us all when we come to a time and a day and age when people are openly supporting murder and death culture. Because those who love death hate God. So there you have it, liquid death. Another level. I think you're. You think he's right. Man, oh it's man. gone to another level, um, isn't it? I mean, with a lot of different things. And this is just. I mean, you think water. You're like, water is life. Water is good. And then they've just turned it on its head and made it death. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's that same occultic mentality and the, just the the projection of Satanism over these, over these things that should be pure and good for us. Right. Yep. So it's, it's really, it's really hor horrific to think that this is where we are today, but at the same time I'm waiting for, again, like I've opened up with, aren't there those days where you're just looking up and you're saying, Lord, I'm ready. Can, <laughs> I'm you, ready. Um, can you tell everybody in chat who that was, Greg? Everyone's asking who that person was. Yes, that's uptime panelist Michael Pels. He was not able to make it with us tonight. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back with us again next week. Yeah, um, we also have next week, from? we have a special guest, a return guest. We have Lee Brainerd back on with us to, next oh, week. Oh, yeah, that's so. a good one. Yeah, cool. So. Do you have yeah, Michael's um, uh, YouTube channel somewhere you can... Uh, yes, I actually, um, you probably have yes. that somewhere in one of your, let me, things. let me pull up Michael's, uh, information here. Uh, All right. But let's in the go. meantime, there was a question oh. that was directed to me. Um, yeah, there you go. I can go ahead sure. and answer it. There you go. There's Michael. Um, that's who was, that's who was oh, talking. Sorry. That's who did the video. That's his YouTube channel. You can see the video there and he's got a bunch of other ones. He does great, great video. He takes his time doing some videos, but he, 
they're very high production quality values. So. Yeah, he does a great job. Awesome job. Yeah, it's amazing. Yep. He's a good artist. He's kind of a nice little designer. He comes up with our thumbnails sometimes, right, Craig? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he does a great job. He's uh, super talented. Super he's talented. talented, yeah. And he's a great brother. There's your question there. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, Greg, if you can pull up Revelation 20, I think it's verse... I think it's verse four, three or four or five or something like that, somewhere okay. around there, which talks about the tribulation. And if, uh, people, for people you who are not looking at your screen right now, it says, Kevin, question, do saints get judged at the judgment? What's that? The GWTJ? The judgment, Great White uh, Throne Judgment. Christ? It's or the, the, at the Great White Throne Judgment or at the Judgment Seat of Christ? The great White Throne Judgment. I guess I, I guess that would be a lot to type out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, both of them are. Uh, but here you go. So you have got Revelation twenty. You got like we talked about last week, Bob. Here's a great, the great verse. I saw an angel come down with heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, the great chain in his hand, the, the janitor angel, right? <laughs> yeah, the janitor. He's probably, he's probably the angel's probably like, what are you? Come on, I'm not a janitor. Uh, but the point is that he cast him into the bottomless pit. This is where. Uh, Satan gets cast in the bottomless pit right um, before the the thousand years, right? See, till the thousand years shall be fulfilled. Okay, so verse four, it says, um, and I saw thrones and they that sat upon them, the judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshiped the beast, neither his image, neither received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. So those clearly are tribulation saints, right? We all agree that that's who those people are. Okay. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. So obviously they are getting judged in the way, not judged for salvation because they are, they have salvation, but I suppose for rewards and things like that at the judgment seat of Christ, they are not waiting until the great white throne judgment because you'll see the next verse that says, but the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. So we are part of the first resurrection. Jesus was part of the first resurrection. In fact, he was the first fruits of the first resurrection. We are also part of the first resurrection. And the tribulation saints are also part of the first resurrection. And it says, blessed and holy is he hath part in the first re- resurrection on such the second death, which is what? Lake of fire, eternal damnation, has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him 1,000 years. There it is. There you go. That's what here it says. Question, does a digital currency start in July? Just wondering because I heard some things. Bob is starting right now, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think that really, it, it, you know, they're, they're, they're doing the little testings here and there. I don't think it fully ro- rolls out till July. Now, I've been doing some research on this and comparing it to how COVID came out and how long that took to, for everything to, for it to fully accomplish what it needed to accomplish. It took about two years, okay? So my guesstimation with the, the, the digital currency coming out for America, 
I don't think we're going to see the banning of people's bank accounts until July of 2024. All right. I don't think that's maybe even 2025. Okay. I think because the problem with the digital currency, is they can't just come in here and say, Hey, to get rid of the dollar, get rid of everything. Your dollar is only worth 10 cents now and take our money. No, because everybody's going to go into the streets and just destroy this place. Okay. Right. They know they can't do that. They got a slow, walk this thing in just like they did with COVID and right. everything else they've done up to this point. They they cannot rush this. So this will come in. Your dollar will be worth one digital credit and it'll be pretty much like PayPal. It'll, it'll get up there and it'll get right along. It'll be parallel for a while. And once, every, and once you get around the uh, adoption curve of this thing where everybody accepts it, everybody's comfortable with it, it's the way of life. Then they'll start implementing those, that social credit score. Then they'll start shutting you down. You start doing this and that. Okay. So I'm thinking it will take at least until July of next year before we start seeing people getting banned from the mm-hmm. digital currency because of the social credit score. But July yeah, Wesley, of next year. Yeah. Wesley, it also depends even- on where you are located. If you're in the United States, what's supposed to happen in July is the Fed now. Uh, implementation of Fed now, which isn't really the digital currency per se, but it is a way to make transactions faster between uh, between the central banks, between the banking system. Um, just easier, quicker way to uh, to get your your money. That, that's that's like one of the the their you know siren calls, I guess, right? In order to make sure, in order to achieve this, we must have this, Greg, because. People send money across the world, you know, and businesses send money across the world all the time. And it's very laborious, takes a long time. It's very expensive. We need a quick and fast and easy solution to do it. But, but don't, but, but not decentralized currency. No, 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 no. No. You know why? Because we can't control that. Hence the words Fed now. And so they say, they come right out and say it, and they say the reason why we need to have a centralized currency that is fast and cheap is so that we can control it. I mean, that is the reason. They're not being bashful about it. They're saying so we can track it and we can control it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Question here from Caesar. I saw it right here. It said, will credit cards be phased out? With the new digital currency, yes, it will be phased. They will be phased out. They'll, 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 they will operate right alongside the fiat currency and the uh, digital currency for a while. Just have but your when this thing really starts to take control, when it really starts to become the Beep. main thing, Beep. then cash will be gone, the credit cards will be left, and then credit cards will be phased out too. Transaction complete. Yep. Because they still can't... Uh, it, they'll, they'll tie it together. Trust me. You know the credit cards were a training program for this yeah. whole thing. So, so was cryptocurrency training programs. Bitcoin training program. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. That's why that that's why they won't tell you who created Bitcoin. I think. Yeah, I think you called the the conditioning method though of this, Bob. Is like get everybody to get up, get their wallet signed up. Right. Get get in get into the system. Get your wallet. It's one for one. You start using that. We start phasing this thing out, and then once everybody's on there, well, then guess what, Bob? All all bets are off at that point. You've got them, right? You you can control whatever you want. This person gets a little less. This person gets a little more. 
Oh, mm-hmm. let's see what your score is. Oh, you didn't follow your equity guidelines this month. Oh, well, it's mm-hmm. a little bit less. I mean, then where are you going to go, right? You're not going to go out in the street because a whole bunch of people have a whole bunch that they're, they're getting from you. So there's not going to be mass on the street, but there's certainly going to be some on the street. But that, I got to believe that that's, that's the chaos that's going to ensue during the tribulation period. And with that being said, I'm going to go to a lighter question here from Faith. It says, in heaven, our prepared place will be mansions or as in separate individual homes or big apartments. Everybody's together, one building place. You know what? Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Okay, the, 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 the concept of home in heaven is different than going to be here. Okay, because heaven, first of all, the second heavens, okay, trillions of galaxies. Yeah. Okay, third heaven is huge. Okay. <laughs> Don't really it, have a space I mean, problem, is there? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have a home. It's going to be yeah. ridiculous for you to move around in because – you will have to travel at the speed of thought just to be able to get about your house. Okay. <laughs> I believe there could be homes as big as planets. Wow. Okay. Why not? It could, that, that could be done. You could, sure. you, you, could have a, you could have a home the size of a galaxy, to be honest with you. I mean, there's no yeah. limit of space, right? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think so part of this. Live, what's yeah. that? I think part of this comes from the, uh, the verse, of course, uh, of John 14, 3. And if I go. Uh, and prepare a place for you. I'll come again and receive unto myself. Uh, he says, I prepare, if I go to prepare a place for you, mm. right? For you. So if he's referring to the disciples at this point, obviously he's speaking to them, but he's he's preparing a place for that individual. So I do mm. believe he's referring to, to that individual in, uh, person. But wow. it's hard to say, but the, at the same time, you're going to have a place. You're going to have a room. You're going to have a location to dwell. You have a dwelling place in the heavens, yeah, dwell- which is great, which is amazing. And like I said, it's a dwelling place. In heaven, you know, how how, how much time are you going to spend in your house, Greg? I don't know about you. I'll spend some time there, but I'll be out, man. I'll be, woo! I'll be galaxies away here, this direction, that direction. Oh, my God. Yeah, I might, I might have a home in, on earth. I'll have a home up in heaven. I'll have a home over here, home over there. Get a home inside the, the New Jerusalem. Okay, now in the New Jerusalem, I believe, I mean, 1,500 miles square, 1,500 miles high. How big do you think your space, okay, I'm inside a condo inside the New Jerusalem. How big do you think that condo is going to be? Okay, I did, have you guys no, ever seen Bob, the, I did a calculation uh, on that. In Chicago, it's going to be that big. I did a calculation on it. And if you have 10 billion people residing in, in the city of New Jerusalem, each person can have an Empire State Building five times wide. Wow. That high and five wide for 10 billion people within a 1,500 by 1,500 cube. That's amazing. Now, hold on a second now, Kevin. Take it a step further now. So they say we had about 100 billion people since Adam till now. Yeah. Okay. So do you think, now let's just face it, the majority of them go to hell in the lake of fire. So we're probably I'm, going to have around 10 billion people. So if you're not happy with the Empire State Building, you got a problem. I mean, it's five times the size of Empire State Building. <laughs> yeah, it's five, big problem. five blocks of Empire State Buildings. If you're not happy with that, I don't know. I don't know what's going to I mean, that's and that's just in New Jerusalem. Like you said, what about your residences outside of it, too? 
I, I don't think any of us are going to be wanting in, in heaven. I just, I just no. don't get it. I think that Ricky Levine summed it all up with his comment who, yeah. And Pamela, she doesn't need much, much room. She's not fussy. She, she'll be fine with a, you know, a, 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 a galaxy sized infinity, infinity pool. <laughs> but, um, but Ricky Levine summed it up, Bob. He says, no wonder Jesus is taking so long. He's making Bob's mansion. Making Bob's mansion. <laughs> Well, so we that all he, have you to thank for sticking around here so long, Bob. <laughs> That's a funny one. Yeah. According to Apostle Paul, buildings made in heaven without hands. So mm-hmm. these were made without hands. So you don't have like a team of angels with uh, <laughs> with, uh, with tool belts around them. Okay. <laughs> these these places these places were spoke into I existence. I hope. It's off to Bob's mansion we go. We go. <laughs> I think oh so. Oh my gosh! How about this one here? Will we be speaking Hebrew in heaven? Well, you I know, hope not, because I don't know it. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good question. I'm going to be like lost, and I'm going to be like, "What? What? What is going on here? How long is this going to last?" He's like, "Until you learn it." I think it's like That's a good uh, question. I think it's telepathy. Of what I've seen so far in near-death experiences, the telepathy is uh, communicating. It's just like in our dreams. You got, we've all done it, okay. When I speak to people in my dreams, does my do my lips move? No. Do they make sound and keep my wife up all night for being loud and talking and have a conversation with me in my head? No. It's telepathy. You think you're speaking, but it's actually telepathy when you're communicating your dreams. So you've all done it. We've all done it. Okay. I mean, there'll be all kinds. There'll be all kinds of tongues, right? Different kinds of tongues at that point. But I think we'll we'll all understand what we're going to say. Yeah, don't you feel like that's that's what's going to happen? It's going to be like the opposite of Babel, which is like everybody spoke different language, couldn't understand each other. Maybe now everyone's going to be able to speak their own language and understand each other. Yes. Well, it's okay. It's okay to have a global government in heaven. Just can't have it here on Earth. Right. (laughs) Because Satan knows, God knows, if we start doing stuff globally, we start messing everything up, and Satan gets in there and takes control. That's why he kept on separating all of us. I like what cannot um, come together till Jesus gets here. I like what Scott said. I'm horrible with learning a new language. I guess I'll be a mule in heaven. <laughs> I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? It's like you won't understand anybody until you learn this language, and you're like, oh my gosh, good thing we have eternity because it's going to take me that long to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, Bob, I'll be back to you in a billion years. <laughs> Let's see here. Say, how often can you hear from God? Um, minute, 100 times, 200,000 <laughs> times a day? I don't know. Two times? As, many, as long as, I would say as often as you reach out to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a personal experience. So, yeah. Each person is different. Right. And you may hear, yeah, you may hear it differently too, right? You may, you may get something uh, in some way and some can th- things can be gigantic. Some things can be a little st- small, still voice. Something can hit you in your dream. I mean, there's many different ways God reaches to you, but I think the key is you've got to be, you've got to be ready to accept it. And you also have to reach out to him too. So mm-hmm. uh, you do that and they then could, you, yeah, you, you're open could be to right it. from his word too. Right. Some people Absolutely. just hear from him right from his word. Boom. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I ever have a time where I'm reading the word and not get a word from him. 
I mean, right. exactly. You know, that's a, that's a great question here. Say, will will we need to weigh a certain amount so angels can take us up in the rain? <laughs> <laughs> I might be in trouble. First of all, let me tell you something about our mortal bodies. We're not there. There are no fat people in the mortal bodies. Okay, the Bible says that we'll be like the angels of heaven. That's what Jesus said. How was the last time you saw a fat angel, Kevin? You don't see fat old boy angels eating a chicken leg, no rack of ribs before they do some work. So no fat, (laughs) no obesity. So, so just just all beautiful mortal bodies gonna be everybody's just gonna be absolutely gorgeous. No fat for nobody. Praise God. Yeah. I I mean I I just don't see gravity having having a problem being a problem um anymore. Gravity out the window. That's pretty funny. And, and the person said it with with in jest. So it, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's funny. It's good. It's a, it's a good that was a good comment. I like that one. So question Will we have different animals in our heavenly mansions than what we have here on Earth right now? Hmm. Possible. Interesting. I, I know I the animals talk. I don't think that there's um that there's an, a, a limitation on that anywhere in the Bible. I I can imagine that could absolutely happen. Is it possible that you could uh, help, you know, you could uh, request something and have it created for you? Is it possible? I don't I don't even, I don't, we don't know. I mean, it's like, hey, I'd like to have a cross between this animal and that animal. And Jesus is like, I got something better for you. And there you go. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, all I know is that it's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I just don't feel like anyone's going to be lacking anything. Yeah. You know, in Numbers twenty two twenty eight, it says, And the Lord opened the mouth of the ass, and she said unto him, Balaam, what I have done unto thee, that thou hast smitten me these three times. Okay. You know, it's funny. Right there, he opened the mouth. The other verse, some verse, other translations say he, un- he loosed his tongue. Right. So the, the tongue was tied before it was loose. But it got tied. I wonder if it got tied because of sin. Hmm. All the animals here makes you really it has to make you wonder, because the, the the donkey was able to speak, but his tongue was tied. But the Bible said the tongue was loosed. Okay, you know the funny thing is that the guy that the I forgot who was riding the donkey, I forgot which which king was riding the donkey. The fact that the donkey was arguing with him in in, in, in his language, and the guy started yelling at the donkey. You think he was stop? You've been like, whoa. You can talk. Hold on a second. This fixes everything for me, man. I could totally exploit you. This is great. I just (laughs) think arguing with the donkey, hitting them, hitting them even more. I think it'd be weird (laughs) if there weren't animals, Um, because I mean, we we're 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 so used to them now, of them being, uh, you know, us living with them and such. And people have pets. Bob, Mm -hmm. you have many dogs. I think a whole kennel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and people really get close to them. I mean, could you imagine if you could communicate with your dog and like have a conversation? That would be really interesting. I think it's like, hey, Bob, you know, I'm really kind of hungry today, and you're like, you're always hungry. Ah, oh, you know, the duck would laugh. And then, <laughs> I mean, I, I have a feeling that it'd be an interesting conversation. Well, it makes you think, uh, could we possibly have one of the horses that we're riding back on? Right. You know, could mm-hmm. could we? 
possibly have yeah. them as one of our, our own. Yeah, yeah right. They're horses. You, We're riding back like, on, on horses. I'm your horse, but don't whip me. Okay, I'm going to go down. You don't need to whip me. It hurts when you whip me. So don't do it. I'll fly you down nice and safe. And if you want to go bash that satellite over there, just pull the reins over there and you can just knock it out of the sky. Because <laughs> that's what Bob thinks we're going to do. We're going to have like rackets and we're going to be like bashing satellites on the way down or something. Oh, man. <laughs> Yes, I always like has their horse in heaven. Just over two hours. Right? Amen. Do Greg. Do Amen. That's one of I think favorite. we can cut it off. We can stop here. We have. Uh, okay. Yeah, we have we have uh, plenty. Uh, I think we we covered today, but yeah, it, it, this was a good one. Again, um, we we are always looking up. We're we're looking for Jesus. We're we want we want him to come back. I want him to come back. We all yeah. do, right? Um, we're still here for a reason. We have purpose here. He, Jesus has a plan for ourselves, for our lives. Um, let's continue. Like we say this every time, let's continue spreading the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ to others. Um, we continue to encourage one another. We continue to build up the body of Christ. Um, this is one of the reasons why we do what we do here. Uh, but at the same time, I think, uh, you know, it's okay to want Jesus to come back. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Amen. God is good. Maranatha. Um, and we want to, we'll be back next week, Lord willing, right? We're still here and uh, we'll, we'll bring back on, uh, brother Lee Brainerd again. So it'll be a good one. All right. All right. All right. God bless you all. And we will see you next week.